Welcome to Athletes Interrupted, candid discussions about the challenges, grit, and resilience of current and former collegiate athletes as they entered and exited both the academic and athletic world of college and collegiate sports. The accounts were recorded on campus by students and faculty, creating a candid look into their personal stories and experience. The interviews were conducted by Dr. Joyce Michael Flynn, currently a professor at Sacramento State, and Bethany Crouch, student, athlete, and academic success coordinator at the university. Sam Hendricks McCowan is a former Sacramento State football student athlete who received his Bachelor of Arts degree in sociology. He played as a true freshman and played every season while at Sacramento State. His story tells of various challenges and adversities that contributed to his development as a person beyond the athlete. Sam is currently working towards his master's in school counseling. He strives to develop youth, student athletes in the community, and to empower, inspire, and equip them with the tools necessary to thrive. Sam, we're so happy that you're here today to share your athlete story with us and to kind of go through some of your challenges as you embarked on this collegiate athletic journey during as well as after and moving on from your sport and what that looks like now. So we're just gonna dive right into it. But can you tell us what you played and how long you played at Sacramento State? Well, thank you for inviting me here, first and foremost. You know, this is a topic that is, is talked about all the time between us. Um, I play, I'm a former student athlete, played football here at Sacramento State, 2009 through 2012. Um, and that was, that was my time at Sacramento State. So as we know, there are several issues associated with transitioning into college level academics. Can you talk about your experience in managing college level academics and playing division one football? Mm, that sounds so paradoxical right mm -hmm. there, being an athlete and, and going to school full time. Uh, for me, going, going into you know, freshman year was probably it was very, it was challenging for me. Um, I actually came two weeks after my graduation from high, from high school, straight into summer mm -hmm. school here. Um, and right then and there, we had to be in workouts. So I was in workouts, it was about 100 degrees. I was wearing a long black t-shirt. I'm a Southern California boy, so mm -hmm. I didn't really understand the Sacramento heat. And so just the first, first day coming up here, um, it was challenging having to get into change my mentality, change my mode of, of operation in terms of like this is this is go time. This is big time, you know, getting your your academics and your going straight into your athletics. Um, but we I was in a program called Summer Bridge. Um, I actually failed my English class right off the back. I was taking English and math, and so I failed my English part. Um, was not a solid writer. Um, I can say it's different now. I think I'm a pretty solid writer now. Um, but just the transition from high school into summer school, then summer school into actually being a full-time student. It really helped me out because we had a, we had a mentoring program here at Sacramento State. I think I was one of the first people to actually, you know, go through the program all four years, graduating four years, which was a, a blessing for me. But just having that mentoring program, having that mentor for me 
constantly uh, just giving me tips or advice. Um, just just little things here and there, like going over my papers with me. I know English was one of my, my weakest points. Uh, so my first year in Sacramento State full time, I we had a weekly meeting with our mentor and that really gave me a backbone of being here at Sacramento State and really um, like taking now taking some ownership of my of my academics, not just on the athletic side, because you know that's one of the main reasons I, I was coming here. Um, have some ability, but also I got into school as well, but mainly through athletics, but academics was, was a point where, um, you know, my mom and, you know, people back home always encouraged me, like, get that education because football is going to take everything out of you. They're, they're going to get everything they, they want and from, from you. So your part is to do that at the academic side. So having that mentoring program, being receptive to the fact that, you know, somebody's here, somebody here to help me and I have to, take that, you know, and I chose to take that. It was like, okay, this is something I want to take and run with. Um, and so that was my introduction and transitioning to, you know, both ac academics and athletics here. A challenging one, but that that failure, that failed class didn't mean mm -hmm. that was a failure. And so I took that as an opportunity to, to see like, okay, this is my weak point. And now what am I going to do from that point on? And I feel like I did a pretty good job in having those people behind me the, the advisors in the, in the SARC and in our athletic advising office really, you know, helped me out and kept me on track. And like I said, I, I felt like I was receptive. I don't know what I was doing. So I kind of just, I, ha I had them, I let them lead. And then to a point where they started giving me some more ownership and more accountability. And I, you know, ran with that. Very nice. So of course, failing that first English class, what, what did that feel like? in your very first college class, one of them, right? Yeah. How did, gosh, how did you kind of realize what had happened and then move forward? At the end of our summer program, it brought three of us into the room. Mm -hmm. um, they're all football players, including myself. It was scary. They had it like sat us down at a big table, um, a big circle table. It's like, wow, well, like, what are we about to talk about? And they, they let us know, like, oh, you didn't pass your English class. I was like, I kind of, I was kind of upset. I was like, wow, like, what does that say about me moving forward? Mm -hmm. um, and that was a big risk, you know, if you look at any any program and you're going into a certain, you know, certain other program, like, damn, this, this, this person's a big risk. How are we going to tackle this this issue for this person? How is this person going to, how are we going to support this person? And so, I was really like, dang, I was thinking about it. Like, I just wasted my time. Mm -hmm. I really wasted my time. But at the end of the day, I learned some some valuable, you know, lessons and learning how to learn how to uh, write and learning the process of writing. That was all new to me. Like college level process is different from you know being in, in high school. Uh, so actually I did the work. I did the work. I just didn't put a lot, a lot of effort into it. A lot of time, so that's what kind of kind of changed for me going into the academic year. Mm -hmm. Was that okay? This is not something that I could just do last minute. It's something I have to sit down. What is my writing process like? How do I, you know, look at this piece of paper, conceptualize it, and then you know write about it? And so it really taught me some lessons there, right from right from the get go. Which mm -hmm. if I didn't have from that get go, I feel like I would have struggled throughout my years. 
at Sacramento State as, as a writer. Uh, but from that point, I feel like I'm, that was something that I needed and uh, kind of woke me up. And I know through that process, and you mentioned prior that there were some resources that helped kind of pull you through. And so one being the SARC mentoring program and the SARC advisors that you know kind of served as a place where you could go to check in consistently. Mm -hmm. But as much as you know, it's not always fun failing a class, right? Or being brought into the coach's office, there are some pivotal experiences there that kind of set you up for the rest of your board of years here. Absolutely. So, very cool. Well, could, you know, aside from athletically and academically, I mean, college, during the college span, there's a lot of life that comes at us, more than we anticipate. So could you talk about a couple of major adversities that you overcame during your collegiate experience? Uh, wow, four years, doesn't seem like a long time. Um, it's really short to really think about it. Um, but in that, in those four years, when you think about when you're a freshman in high school and when you're a senior in high school, if you're a freshman in college and then your fourth year, you're not the same person. Like you, you grow tremendously through those four years. And sometimes, you know, I think about my life in fours. I don't know why, mm -hmm. maybe because of school. school. Like yeah. every, like what, what am I doing in these four years? And you look at, you can look at that and set goals off of what I want to be in four years. Or, you know, and there's a saying that if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And and I, and I really start starting to believe that because even though it's not the change that we want or the challenge that we want, like it provides us an opportunity to change. And so throughout my four years. You know, this that number one thing was the first thing was, you know, failing that class. It's like, okay, I gotta look at myself and what am I doing? This exposing my weaknesses. And I feel like college, you know, for me exposed some things that I know I needed to work on. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things happened. So several people passed away in my life at the time. Um, pretty significant people, uh, people that proximity were close to me and, and close in just our relationships. Um, and that kind of hit me at the core because at the end of the day, we as athletes always, uh, we think ahead like we're always going to be an athlete and this is our identity. At the end of the day, we, we are a human being. We're a person. How are we growing as a person? What's our character like? And so all these things that happened, the, the past, the, the uh, people that passed away, uh, you know, three people from, you know, Sacramento State football team, um, coaches or players and players and then my dad passed away as well in after my second year here as I can say so it was really like time to reflect to take a pause like really think about like what is what do you want your life to be like because these people impacted your life and what are you taking from these people that you want to continue to you know live for like you you're you're there you're taking away these these characteristics you're taking away these things that from them that will help you be a productive you know person in, in, in life and draw motivation and inspiration from and so um those really hit me hard um you know being a, a football player you know emotions are okay mm -hmm. on the field and it's more of a controlled emotion instead of like you know you're being emotional be emotional and that may cause a 
you know, some, something detrimental to the team as far as like a flag or you picking a fight with someone, but controlled emotions is what they always say uh, in football. Um, but outside of football, we don't necessarily talk about, you know, having controlled emotions, um, how to control the emotion that you, you're experiencing. Because on a football field, you can be, you know, barbaric. You can say you, you can have those, you can exemplify those behaviors. Um, but off the field, how do we become the controlled person uh, with all these adversities, with all these situations? And we're human beings. We had to look at ourselves as a person, even before a student, even before an athlete, we're a person, you're a human being. So how are we, how are we taking care of ourselves? And that was, you know, like I said, college exposed a lot of things. Um, and so when those things happen, it was difficult for me off the field, not necessarily on the field, because I can let the rage, let the anger out in that way, but off the field, it was it was difficult. I had to, you know, I broke down a few times, called my mom, uh, which was something I'd never done before, uh, and just let her know like what, what was happening. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you know even that small piece right there um, helped me um, to to deal with those adversities at that time, those those losses. So it was something that was difficult, and I'm still and I'm still like as a person, you know. How do I deal with certain things in my life? And mm -hmm. How do I not act upon those? They can bother me, but not let it affect me to the point where I'm doing things that aren't, you know, in my character or something that's productive for this for this you know world mm -hmm. society. So thank you for sharing your kind of journey through those four years outside of athletics mm -hmm. and outside of academics, but in the midst of all of that that you're taking responsibility for you have very these life situations come at you so for a student athlete that is having a lot of life coming at them you know maybe similar experiences to you what advice would you give them in handling some of these challenges okay i i feel like they need somebody they can speak to they can mm -hmm. talk to and that because everybody, you know, deals with, you know, certain things in life differently. And how I dealt with mine was different from how somebody else may deal with theirs. You know, I, I have a lot of, you know, I, I showed her a lot of things. I, I make sure, like, okay, something happens to me, I'm going to suppress it in a way, which mm -hmm. is not, not healthy. But in the moment, sometimes we just need to survive for that yeah. day. Uh, but not make it something that we started to believe. Like, how we feel is something that, okay, it's just sur survival. That day is just survival and not allow it to continue to build on like everyday survival. And like, I want to get to a place where, you know, myself and other people, we, we can thrive, not just mm -hmm. sit there yeah. and like, I'm just surviving the day, I'm surviving the day, but actually how do we, we thrive? And um, I feel like having somebody there to talk to uh, is one of the biggest things. Cause we like some, a lot of athletes suppress their feelings. They, shoulder it they want to carry the world want to carry the family history want to carry everything the, the school's history everything on their shoulders and that's like a boulder we can't carry boulders mm -hmm. we need you know a support team to carry those boulders and little pebbles we can carry you know a little our issues that we know we can do it those are things that we can 
carry, but the boulders, the, the big things, we need a support team. And in, cert in certain circumstances like that, and something in life, when life happens like that, I feel like you really need a team behind you um, and just open up to, to somebody. Could be, you know, suppressing feelings is, is you know, it's not gonna get you to where you wanna be. And that's, you know, it's a hard thing to do, you know, culturally mm -hmm. or family-wise, family it's everybody's different, but we all know now with all these different outlets and media, like it's, it's a thing that we need to start paying attention to. So reaching out to somebody, you know, and there's there are people out there that will you know, listen to what you have to say. Now, another thing, like as far as athletes saying, like, I don't think anybody wants to listen to my problems. Not the same way, you know, or you feel like you're a burden. That's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, even myself, felt that way um, going through my experience. Like, man, I don't, I don't want people just to listen to my story, like me sob or me just, you know, be sad. And it's like, okay, this is just a moment in time. Like, you want the moment to pass or you want to prolong it, you know? And however long you, you know, you take is how much you need, but just understand like there's people out there that you can reach out to, you can talk to, um, and just talking it out even like makes you feel better. It's not gonna solve the problem, but you're gonna start like, okay, I'm there's support. There's you know somebody that's there to catch me if I fall. There's a safety net. Everyone, everyone needs that support. You know, just talking it out really, really helps. Thanks so much, because I think that student-athletes through the college experience, as they're navigating everything that they're navigating, there is that perception of, I can handle it, I'm supposed to be able to handle it, and when they can't, or when there's that struggle there, there's that feeling of defeat, and thankfully, now more than ever, this is becoming more acceptable. Mm -hmm. We have a sports psychologist in our athletic department, we have counseling services at our university. So there are resources and a part of this college process and growing, like you said, that moment you're 18, fast forward four years, you're 22, and you're like a completely different person sometimes. But I think a part of that is harnessing resources and harnessing relationships that are going to contribute to building your success. So Absolutely. thanks so much. So we're going to transition a little bit here. We've kind of talked about the college journey. I would like to kind of review the end of your collegiate athletics experience. So maybe that last season, mm -hmm. how that looked, and then we're going to dive into talking about life after athletics. Okay. There's a saying that it says something like, the, the sport is done with you before you're done with the sport. Mm -hmm. and that's one of the hardest things. Uh, going into college, I, I always wanted to play college football. I never really wanted to play in the NFL. So that wasn't uh, a goal for me. Uh, I always liked the college experience. I've seen family members go through it. Um, and I've seen just on TV, like the college, like, wow, like, I, want, I want to be in that atmosphere be in that environment. And so my last year, I didn't quite think about, you know, like, damn, I wanna, I wanna do this when I get out of school. And I didn't really know. I just know that if I continue to do what I needed to do, 
you know, something's gonna pop up, you know. And as we all know, being a being an athlete, you really don't have all the time in the world to think about, mm-hmm. okay, after after college, I wanna do X, Y, and Z. Now we may have an idea, we may have like, or somebody put something in our head, like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Um, it's, something, it's funny, I heard something earlier about, you know, different sports and all this, every sport, you know, it's talking to different people from different teams, like they're all challenging in a way. And one of the challenges in football, one, one of the challenging things about football is that it's really like all day. It's really an all day thing. You have to be able to turn it on and turn it off like, like now. And, but our days, you know, just going, looking back at fall camp and across the country and other, other teams, they're there about 14 hours a day. And after that, you know, most people don't want to think about anything. They just want to sleep. And so that was a challenging piece. Um, for me, not having a background of like a business background of somebody in my family that um, has some great idea or entrepreneur, um, you know, several people in my family were, you know, on that business acumen that, that really has business ideas. But my mom, and she worked hard. She worked hard. She did what she needed to do for for us, her, her, her three kids. Um, and so didn't quite have a understanding like okay football's going to end i know it's going to end but what i was going to do afterwards i had no idea so going into my last year um, you said it earlier about building relationships i didn't know that was a strength for me because you know playing football you kind of you know it's a different culture and we get criticized a lot i'm just being in a sport culture like we get criticized a lot and we may get you know Somebody may say, oh, you're a good football player, but no one actually like sat down besides my mentor um, and said, like, these these are your strengths. These are transferable things that you actually have, but you don't know it yet. Um, and so, you know, that last year, I really like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Sat down with my mentor. I met with her. I didn't need to meet with her anymore. After my freshman year, I was an academic All-American, three-point whatever my freshman year and playing. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm not so much, you know, past but um, my last year, like I said, I did not meet, I needed, I did not meet, need to meet with her anymore just because I was out of the program. I showed that I had some, some foundation to continue to move on without, you know, the extra, extra support that I needed. I still needed support. You know, I ran away from, I, I ran away from it, some, from it sometimes, but, um, when I needed it, I, I got it. So my last year, you know, luckily she was still there in the in the same position. Um, and I would just pop in. I just pop in and she'll sit down and talk to me about like, resumes. And I hated doing resumes. I didn't have anything. So I don't have anything to put on my resume. I don't have anything that I've done. Like, And so she just sat down like those transferable skills about, okay, what are the things that you're learning in football? Really think about it, and not just like, oh yeah, I I wake up early. Like those things are critical because now we have to transfer transfer it from. Sometimes like we have mandated, we have to do this. But at the end of the day, like for me, like these are stuff that I want to take from football. Like I want to take from it and make it my own. Now I'm no longer doing it because somebody's making me do it. 
Like, this is what I want in my life. These are the things I'm taking from, you know, playing my sport. Mm-hmm. And these are my values. These are things that I want to continue to push in my life and, and live that in this certain way. So, you know, last year, meeting my mentor, um, developed a great relationship, a strength that I had that I didn't quite understand. I just kind of, I don't like talking in front of a lot of people, uh, you know, mingling so much. I will, but I really like those more intimate conversations with people. And I built those unknowingly, you know, throughout my four years at Sacramento State. And so uh, with the advisors, with the mentor, and um, really that that really helped me because when I got, I got hurt actually my last game versus UC Davis, I always seem to get hurt against them. <laughs> um, so, that actually tore my MCL. I thought it was ACL at the time. That really like made me, I said, wow. I, well, I know I wasn't going to the NFL or anything like mm-hmm. that. That wasn't my goal. I, didn't, I didn't, wasn't going to pursue it. I was like, no, I want to start my life. I want to start doing the things that I want to do. And so uh, actually I went home because it was the last game in November, like 14th. The next week was Thanksgiving break. I'm just like, great, cool. I'm here. Like I hurt myself. And then I got to live with this injury, going to class with the crutch and all that other great stuff. So it took like a, a month and a half to heal. So I went home actually um, during winter break and really got into a really nasty argument with my brother. Uh, and it's like something that I can speak on now because I, it taught me something. Like it really, it really got got pretty bad. Um, uh, I love my brother, by the way. He. Uh, really taught me a lot about life. At that moment, um, he said, you're going to school, but that doesn't mean that you're learning like what you need to learn in life. And he didn't go to college. Um, he went to some school at community college, but really understood like sometimes we're in a box and you know, if we don't think outside that box, where once we get thrown out that box, like sport, mm-hmm. that, that that ground gets dropped from, from, from beneath you. That, that support system, if you didn't develop any, it's all gone. So now it's all about you, how you're gonna carry yourself, how you're gonna go about life. And so he really taught me some things, you know, me being going to school and college and him like really having life experiences, uh, really taught me a lot about life and about like how to navigate through this life. And uh, we, we gotta, you gotta want it. You gotta want it in life. You gotta motivate ourselves sometimes, most of the time, because somebody's not gonna be there to have a safety net or coddle you or whatever it may be, or tell you to do this before you get in trouble. It's like, no, this is your life now. You have to decide what you want to do. Uh, and so that really taught me at that moment. It's like, wow, like, this is like a really big thing. But having those relationships as well, when I came back from my last semester. I kept coming in and actually my mentor, after I graduated, I called her up for it. I was like, I need help. My first interview, didn't know what to wear, nothing. So she, we actually went to, you know, to the store and we picked out some clothes, tie and everything. So uh, it was really great experience having that mentor, having somebody there to help me through those, that transition. Mm-hmm. And that's just one transition right there. So it was, it was, uh, it was, it was challenging. I can say. 
Yeah, I think with those transitions, we, we of course, we're, we're leaving our sport, but there's so many layers to this transition mm -hmm. from professional development to a little bit of that identity mm -hmm. loss to the life stuff of learning everything outside that box, like you mentioned. And then to even, you know, touch on the injury part mm -hmm. that you kind of left your sport injured which is challenging in itself that your timeline of course was was coming but a, we didn't or you didn't anticipate ending on an injury and then rehabbing from that injury to just come back to be healthy like a healthy adult mm -hmm. so so many layers and i think you touch on so many aspects of the transition and from what I can at least pull is that relationships are key. Yeah. Your senior year, start start asking questions. Ask people in your network. Ask maybe those that upperclassmen, you know, that maybe graduated before you, or ask the SARC or SARC advisors or your mentor. Start asking questions. Yeah. Is there any other piece of advice that you would lend to an athlete prepping for their retirement? That's a lot, but in, at the end of the day, everybody's on a journey. But one thing that you know may uh, stop them, or not stop them, but they may get in the way is that, that pride. Mm -hmm. Kind of like you said, asking your teammates. A lot of times, we don't want to deal with those those insecurities that we may have or those things that are, are weaknesses that we have and um, just putting that aside and just like, you know what, I'm afraid at this moment of leaving my sport or my sport leaving me and even like going out injured, going out, mm -hmm. you know, you're not starting, you're not playing. Those are the things like, dang, like you can't let that get us down to the point where we, our whole life is affected. You know, we can't, we're not going to ask questions about, the next step, you know, going toward, you know, graduation and beyond. Mm -hmm. Can't let those, those sports things dictate our future now. Now we got to like, okay, how can, and it's not always easy in the moment, mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of it's pride too. Pride, like, no, I got to figure it out. And you really don't have to figure it out. And just asking, just, you know, being, I guess, opening up, being vulnerable to, you know, your weaknesses and what you may, you know, need help with. Because it's it's hard it's harder than you know than it's said, mm -hmm. but it's, that's that's those are things that we you know as former athletes and athletes in general need to start talking about because we are we are we do identify with being an athlete. Um, like I said, with the mentor or my, with my mentor, she helped me think about the skills that I possess and how they transform transferred and it, those that simple thing right there like I didn't even know like I didn't oh really oh okay that's what that is no idea mm -hmm. and so just you know being open to talking to somebody going stepping out your comfort zone because that's one of the things that's easier said than done but even having friends outside of athletics because they would tell you how it really is um, mm -hmm. and it's hard we're in that box we're in that box again we're, we're in and it's, it's about us getting outside of that comfort zone box to really like being exposed. Like maybe mm -hmm. we start from ground zero, but the same way you 
you know, somebody in the uh, athlete got to where they are now, like they had to start from ground zero and work their tail off to get to where they, they want to be. And so just putting that pride aside, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, putting it aside and just getting out your comfort zone, uh, doing things that you may not think you would ever do, because you may connect with people. People, everybody I spoke to, like random people, like they, I guess, I, for me, like, mm-hmm. that's how I looked about, look at things in life. Like I can learn from everybody. Like everybody has, even if they, you think they're crazy or whatever, like they have something to say. Like if you just like, wow, like that one thing that person said, like made sense. That one thing, the only thing, that's the only thing he, <laughs> he ever said that made sense. Mm-hmm. But, but you really get out your comfort zone and, you know, letting that pride go, like that, I don't know, like that sport culture, like where if it's being exposed, like being exposed, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, failing sucks, but without failing, like that's part of the process. That's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to, people want to be perfect. You know, people want to do things. If I, if I don't do it the right way, then I don't want to do it at all. But I understand that. But at the same time, you got to, you know, you got to fail sometimes to, to get to where you want to be and look at anybody who is successful, fail as part of the process. Mm-hmm. I don't say nothing catastrophic, but you know, those little things that, you know, may hurt your feelings and may, you know, yeah. get to like, wow, like maybe I'm not good at this. Opportunity right there. It's an opportunity. Well, I think you broke all that down so well again hitting on various aspects of transitioning away from your sport and developing into this young professional or young adult that's one day going to you know maybe work at a top corporation or be an entrepreneur or be the dad or mom you know so athletics and this college experience provides such a foundation for us. And earlier in our conversation, you said something that I think was really spot on in that sometimes we view our collegiate experience or athletics as taking away things. So it took away time from us, you know, to maybe gain that professional development earlier. We sometimes see it like a trade or that we're trading. Uh, time for having this opportunity, which all in all is an amazing opportunity for us. However, you mentioned that you were able to take things from your sport for you to propel you, you know, into whatever was coming next in your life. So what are some of those things that resonate strongly with you from your collegiate athletics experience? Being being disciplined, that's one of the number one things. And because uh, I want to create a life that that I'm in control of. I can control everything. I want to be in control of what I can control. And that's one of the things that I can control. Being disciplined um, and just showing up every day, being mm-hmm. consistent. You know, even if I don't feel like doing something, I, that's not an option for me. And some people take that. And I understand, like, some people need days off. And I absolutely, 100%. That's one thing that I'm learning as well. Me being in grad school um, in the counseling field, self-care, like that's one of the biggest things because we are our best asset. Um, But showing up every day. If we need to take a break, okay, 
how are we taking that time for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Um, because in football, you know, playing football, uh, like I said, we had long days. I was exhausted physically, mentally, you know, hurt, beat up, all that other good stuff. And what what I do outside of, you know, football, that time right there is like, that's your self-care. How are you going to handle taking care of yourself? Um, and expose, like I said, expose me at that moment, at those moments, because I wasn't quite, you know, lifestyle, lifestyle choices weren't, you know, the best. Um, we live and we learn. But right then and there, like, you have to be disciplined and, and creating the stuff that you want in your life. And so after, actually, after I graduated, like, I read a few books in college, you know, I read a few books. That's what it does. But afterwards, I really became a reader. Like, I mm-hmm. read, I think most books I read in a year, like 20 books. And I didn't read like that at all. Um, throughout my, you know, even before graduating college, I just didn't read and and being disciplined. Like I really set a schedule, like, and that was another thing I took away. Like football gave you a sport and mm-hmm. being in school gave you a schedule. It told you where you needed to be at this time, where at, where at, and all that other stuff. And so that's exactly what I did for after I graduated. I was like, you know what? I'm not quite where I think I want to be. Like I'm at where I'm at and I'm not where I used to be, which I'm grateful for. So, like, I really set a schedule for myself, and it was discipline of doing what I needed to do that day. I was waking up at 5.45. I didn't have to, but I wanted to, and that's stuff that I wanted to take for my life. Uh, because, like I said, when I got into college, you know, my mom, uh, people in my life back home, they said, football is going to take everything from you. Now it's about you getting what you need to get out of football because mm-hmm. you know the sport scholarship is a vehicle you know it's a vehicle to you propel and you keep moving forward not you just parking and staying there and so because uh, I had to pull things out and it was difficult but even afterwards allowing like that time to reflect for me was the best part mm-hmm. you know not you know not being told what to do all the time like now you have to think on your own now you're think you have to think you have to think through these problems or issues or circumstances of making a decision that's on you now nobody else is making that for you and so um definitely did that like created a schedule stuck to it I was disciplined you know read you know could we we go you know look at our our playbook all night walk and look at mm-hmm. you know something that's going to actually benefit your life uh, you may gain you may read something that you have to think about like wow like this is true like this is something that is a value or something that somebody else went through and now you're taking that like okay how can i transform this and how can this motivate me and inspire me what can i take away from this book or this person i'm talking to so like that discipline and that structure um really helped me after afterwards um, it's it, at the end of the day it's like doing what you need to do mm-hmm. uh, not always because somebody's telling you what to do, but because you wake up at 5.45 in the morning to go to weights, to lift hundreds of pounds, like, that's not fun. But you like you, see, you, like, the, you like the result from it, but at the end of the mm-hmm. day, like, you're waking up because, not because, oh, I have a scholarship, or, like, I got up because I wanted to get up, because mm-hmm. I wanted to get better, and 
through that process of waking up early, process of having them go to practice, like, you know what, I can almost do anything now. I can, <laughs> can do everything, but I can, if I put my mind to it, I can pretty much do anything I want. And so that's what, it, you know, taking away from football, 4 p.m. in the afternoon, where it's 100 degrees, like, you know what, like, I can wake up for a job, I can be on time, I can do whatever I need to do if, when I need to do it. Because mm-hmm. I put myself through all this, and it's like, what? I can do it, I can do it. And it's just a mentality that I, that at the end of that, I develop a mentality. It's like, I can do this. Whatever it is, if, if it's, you know, any job that I'm, I'm applying for, having those butterflies or whatever, like, you can do it. You know, it's that mentality that I got from playing my sport uh, that really helps me today, every single day. You know, because, you know, some people complain about, you know, and, and I say athletes athletes absolutely complain. And I was, I complained a few times, but, you know, waking up, hitting the weights, running, mm-hmm. being sore, being hurt. And that's, that's not, people are not doing that on a daily basis. Um, and that really challenges you. It challenges who you are. It challenges like, wait, why am I putting myself through this? Like, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Like waking up, it hurts. You know, my ankles hurt, my shoulders hurt. Whatever it may be, like, nobody, nobody's saying, oh, I want to be hurt. Like, but I'm pushing myself through this, and that mentality that I'm getting, like, I can do it. You know, it's not so much man- mandated anymore. Now it's mm-hmm. about me wanting to do this, me creating this life that I want me having this mentality and then just kind of helping these vibes, you know, frequencies go out mm-hmm. to other people and touch them. Like Sam's doing everything he can, you know, it's his journey and not everybody's on that journey, but it may be something that you may, you know, reluctant to do. Like, wow, Sam's pushing himself. He's, mm-hmm. you know, waking up early, staying late to do what he needs to do. And, it's not going to be for forever. It's going to be for this time being so you can get to where you want to be. So that mentality was really something that was the biggest mm-hmm. thing I took from me. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and everything that you overcame during those four, four short years and how you intend to live your life now and showing up and using that athlete mentality and bringing those aspects with you to your current life and for your future. So as from one former Hornet student athlete to another, we truly appreciate you being here to share your story. If you or someone you know is struggling with school, academics, sports-related issues, please don't wait for the situation to get out of control or worse. You are the most important part of this university. Your well-being is our concern and focus. Call 916-278-6461 today. Speak with a student counselor and get direction on where you can find help. You can also visit the well for one-on-one counseling. If you or someone you know may be contemplating personal harm or harming others, immediately call 911 or 800-273-8255. You are not alone. Athletes Interrupted was made possible by a grant from the NCAA to support the development of well-being and resilience in student-athletes both during college and after graduation. This program was developed and research conducted by Dr. Joyce Michael Flynn and Bethany Crouch. 
Dr. Michael Flynn is currently a professor at Sacramento State, is a nurse practitioner, and has created a system of recovery from trauma focused on post-traumatic growth. She lectures extensively on metahabilitation, is an author, and an expert on post-traumatic growth and the subsequent rehabilitation. Bethany Crouch is Student Athlete Development and Academic Success Coordinator at her alma mater, Sacramento State. She spent 12 years in competitive gymnastics having reached level 10 as well as competing at the NCAA collegiate level. Injury ended her athletic career, but guided her to her ultimate professional goal as an athletic advisor specializing in student athlete development.